Episode number one hundred and eighty-two. I'm your host Aditya, and along with me, I have Abhishek. Hello, people. Good morning. You have been busy with your year-end stuff going on at office. Yes, and you are busy changing the face of the internet in your company. <laughs> Mobile internet Mobile computing. Internet. Yeah. In India, whatever that means. Let's see what happens this month. Pretty much all my friends who are in banks or financial-related things. They all have this popular excuse of you're ending here. I didn't know people in manufacturing also had had the same excuse, but apparently they do. Yes, they so, do. Which is cool. So let's get started. And the first thing that we have, let's start on a happy note. Happy note. Okay. India finally does a clean sweep of Australia, but this time they are in India and wins the Test series, the Border Gavaskar Trophy by four nil. First time that Australia has lost has been whitewashed in a series in the past 23 years or 43 years, I think. 43 years. On four occasions in the past, have they lost by clean sweep? And who would have thought it would be India? But recently, Gavaskar and Border both were interviewed somewhere, and the journalist asked them, "Is it the weakest Australian Australian team to tour India?" And they put the mic to Gavaskar, and Gavaskar is standing next to Border, and Gavaskar thought for a second and said, "Possibly." And then they put the mic on to border. Border waited three seconds, and he said, "Yeah, that's right." Yeah. <laughs> he just wanted to be politically correct. They don't have half as class as what a Ponting would have had. Mike Hussey, Glenn McGrath, Shane Warne. You had three of their players being disciplined, or was it four of them? They were asked not to play the third Test match because they could not finish a little task given by Mickey Arthur. That how do you think we would win or come back in the series? A little note can cost you a job. In the Australian cricket team, and it was not just um, the Australian team who lost this time. Mickey Arthur, the coach of Australia, he had to actually go ahead and delete his Twitter account because he was getting, <laughs> he was getting harassed and he was being bullied on Twitter because of this dismal performance by his team. But good things for India. I think all the best personal best for the Indian team were secured in this series. Dhoni broke uh, Buddhi Kundanan's record what, of 192. He became the only Indian wicketkeeper batsman to score a double century. Murli Vijay has the highest score in the whole of series, and he's got his personal best too. Pujara's double hundred, another personal best. Shikhar Dhawan fastest century on debut, 187, and, and there was one Australian record. Can you guess which one? One person from Australia made a record. Which is not just a personal best, but it has never been done before. Uh, seven wickets by that spinner. Seven wickets by Nathan Lyon. I think it must yeah, be yeah. his personal best, but never been done before. Peter Siddle is the only man in the history of Test match cricket to have scored two fifties in the same Test match after having batted at number nine. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yes, but they lost the match. Nobody really remembers it. Ravi Chandra Nashvin, twenty-nine wickets, and do you know Ravindra Jadeja is called Sir Ravindra Jadeja, taking twenty-four wickets because he's the favorite player of Dhoni. So if you listen to Crick Info's commentary, I mean, if you read that text, everybody pulls Jadeja's leg all the time because nobody feels he has a, you know he should be playing Test cricket, but he took twenty-four wickets. I give him what at least two more tests before the batsmen figure him out. Yeah, but he was picked as a third spinner 
and a frontline batsman, basically a border all-rounder in the border border Gavaskar Trophy. But he <laughs> in the border. <laughs> this was after they dropped Harbhajan Singh and picked him. Yeah, Pragyan Oja is the second spinner, and he didn't bowl half as many overs as Jadeja did. So Jadeja will play. Next time in South Africa, which is about six months away, which people are saying now that will be Tendulkar's last match on home soil. He got out pretty cheaply in five balls this time and averaged 32. But he'll play in South Africa. He'll be 40, but he'll play. Well, let's see what happens in South Africa. Now that everyone has created their own records of all sorts in India, let's see now South Africa is going to be the big one. Let's move on and start talking about, let me see what the next topic is. Uh, that rhymes with ta-da. Ta-da. So let's talk about... Yes, let's, let's talk about the Sanjay Dutt saga that is currently going on, which started in 1993. It's been over two decades. And finally, the Supreme Court came out with a judgment upholding the conviction under the Arms Act by a Tada court and has sent him to five years in prison, out of which he has already completed around three odd years in and out of jail. Many people from Bollywood and a couple of other personalities are asking for a plea bargain, Boleto pardoning, because Sanju Baba has apparently suffered enough. The plea for pardon is actually being headed by the President of Press Council of India, Justice Makrinde Kadju, who is a a former Supreme Court judge himself, so he's just actually he says that Dutt has been a brand ambassador for for Gandhigiri in Munnabai series. Both he and his family have done good deeds for society, and he has also suffered enough for two decades, so he deserves a pardon now. For stocking three AK-56 rifles, nine magazines, 450 cartridges, and over 20 hand grenades. So what happened basically was he was in continuous touch with who ended up planning the bomb blasts. November 2006, when this judgment was passed by Judge P.D. Kode, it called one uh, customs officer, S.K. Thapa. He helped smuggle the arms into the country. He was booked under the TADA Act. Then there was one, Zai Bunisa Kazi. Two of the three AK-56 rifles and some of those hand grenades, they were returned by Sanjay Dutt and they were kept at her house. And she was held guilty under TADA. And why am I saying this is that everybody else has been convicted under TADA and not Sanjay Dutt. Satish Manshinde, who's, uh, who's the acclaimed lawyer of uh, Sanjay Dutt, he says that, and I quote, he says, The moment she was con- convicted, I thought Sanjay too would be convicted under TADA. But Tehelka says that sloppy investigation on from Mumbai police and CBI led to him being booked only under the Arms Act. Of the 150 people who were charged, only a few of them were in constant touch with Anis Ibrahim, Daud Ibrahim's brother. And there were yeah. about 7 to 10 phone calls that were traced and the printouts are there with the Mumbai police, which Sanjay Dutt did to the White House in Dubai. Daud Ibrahim stays in Dubai. Or is it in Pakistan? Right. I, I don't know. What, wherever. Sanjay Dutt, he was in Mauritius during that time. So he calls up one of his aides and tells him to con- collect those rifles, magazines. And uh, one of his friends took the AK-56 to another friend who was in the steel fabrication business and they melted one of the AK-56 down and they threw it down the sea in front of the Obroy Towers which the police later recovered from the Marine Drive 
and they have all these evidences and uh, after having been released on bail there are phone records of sanjay dat in touch with daud's quote and quote key lieutenant chota shakil in 2003 and they were talking about govinda and how he should be straightened up that that's what tehelka tehelka writes and then the judge says considering the confession of the accused and other evidence it is accepted that the arms were for self defense hence he is not guilty for possession of arms under section 5 of the tada that's it and that's how he he was let go and he like you said he has already served 18 months so he has to you know do the remainder 3 and a half years he's been given one month to sort his things is what the judge said yeah munna bhai 4 is on munna bhai 3 is on hold the guy who directed uh, jolly llb baman irani and arshad varsi and by the way kartik sitaraman one of our good friends was or is the assistant director of that film and he's got a small role as well so the director who directed that movie was really was given yeah that's yes was given, i didn't know yeah, yeah people who are wondering what are we talking here but, but aditya <laughs> just discovered that one of our very very close friends is is <laughs> has been an integral part of the crew of the biggest hit so far of 2013 in india yeah oh, well, I, so he i get a chat message from him the other day asking to come down to watch a movie Yeah, that that must be it. <laughs> yeah, that must be it. And I'm like, no, I'm not coming. So that, I've got other things to do. So I didn't know he 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 was the AD and was has a small role in it. So I'll probably yeah. go check it out now. Check it out. Yeah. So the director who direct, did this movie was asked by Vidhu you No know, Chopra to, would you like to write Munna Bai Three? He said, yeah, but that's going to wait. Oh wow, the direction is that good, is it? Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good. Good fun. Good. Check it out. But le- this Sanjit is is a colorful character. Okay, so let's in Jan- after all these things, after being accused of Tada things and all those things, he announced that he would be contesting 2009 elections on Samajwadi Party ticket. Remember, his sister is a member of Parliament on a Congress ticket. However, he withdrew in March 2009 after Supreme Court refused to suspend his conviction. Party instead. named him the general secretary of the party <laughs> he left the post in december 2010 because there were he was just causing too many controversies one of those controversies included him offering jadu ki jhappi and pappi to to mayavati who lodged a police complaint <laughs> being on the slightly the similar on similar veins modi was invited by the wharton india economic forum however shortly after sending out the invitation they cancelled the invitation because there was certain community or certain individuals within the wharton india economic forum who protested because of his undiplomatic past yes mm-hmm. kejriwal who supposedly took up modi's spot also said that uninviting modi should shouldn't have been done by a school that is of stature of wharton and which is something that is troubling him quote and quote he said uh, first of all issuing an invitation and then cancelling it under the pressure is not right unbecoming mm-hmm. of an institution um <laughs> they, would, they would be wondering wow oh, dude isko kon bulaya kya bol raha hai topi par ki kon aaya then he goes secondly those who refuse to listen to people they don't agree with they lose an opportunity to learn and grow in the meantime just yesterday a delegation from us had was visiting gujarat and has officially invited him to for a visit to the US at the same time this offer came from republican member of US house house of representative who comes from illinois the same place as uh, barack obama the official statement from US remains that their visa policies against uh, him haven't changed let's see what happens if you get a chance go catch modi's 
interview at the India Today conclave and it was pretty interesting. He was, you can see him in his full form talking about Congress and talking about what he would do, etc. He's becoming a stronger and stronger candidate by the day. You are a big Modi fan, aren't you? I, I sound like a Modi fan, don't I? Yeah, yeah. Modi sneaks in the conversation every uh, one and a half episodes. I, I, I'm just looking for a change. Congress will be completing 10 years now. And it's it's been a bit too much. Parvez Musharraf, back in Pakistan. He On the Karachi airport, he was greeted by 1,000-odd supporters. Why do politicians in exile go back to Pakistan is what I want to ask. Because how many of them have been assassinated? What do you think motivates to you know come back? This guy was living in a mansion somewhere in London. For the good of my country, for okay. the good of my country, country, right. or something like that. He made a very, you know, cliched statement. Apparently, he is wanted for his role in assassination of Benazir Bhutto and a couple of other things also. So, the Pakistan elections are going to happen on 1st of May. And this was the first time that a Pakistani government completed its full-time term for the longest time ever because there was always a military coup. Well, before this particular one, there was no government. Musharraf himself was a president. So let's see. Let's move on talking to Bill Gates um, offering $1 million for anyone who can come up with the next generation condom. What is a next generation condom, Aditya? It is about how can you improve the current condom on a couple of parameters, ease of use, increase its effectiveness. The focus is not about it being a contraceptive. The focus is about it being a tool to stop, you know, sexually transmitted disease. Uske liye jada. Focus, however, is how do you make it more acceptable culturally and socially for people to use condoms. Because one of the biggest thing is that there are a few faiths who restrict people from using condoms, you know. And so he has said that he is willing to offer a $100,000 initial funding, which will go up to $1 million to continue research on creating ideas for better condoms. He also has an open offer for whoever wants to improve the design of the toilet with a focus, of course, on the developing countries. So it's not, you know, how do you improve a toilet in London or New York, but in African countries or in sub-Saharan countries. So those were the topics. But apart from that, quickly, let's cover a couple of quick ones. Uh, Let's talk about the new Pope that the Catholics got themselves. Jorge Mario Borgoglio uh, became the new Pope two weeks ago. He's called the first Jesuit Pope since the Society of Jesuit was founded nearly 500 years ago. Now you will ask me, what is Jesuit? It is basically people who believe in living Jesuit. moderate. Okay. Not Jesuit. <laughs> living moderate. Being in their own mind. Yes, mm. in austerity. See, what's yeah. you first write words back? Austerity. There you go. And so, to cut, cut the chase short, he, he was a cardinal. He comes from Argentina. He's the first South American Pope that they have had and now he's taken a new name which is St. Francis first. He took the St. Francis name because St. Francis of Assisi, the Assisi, he famously gave up his family's wealth to pray with the poor and that is what the current Pope wants to do is is talk to the poor and involve them in the church because Christianity and the church is becoming less and less popular with the masses these days. And this happened after the present and the past Pope, Benedict Seventeenth. I want to say. <laughs> yes, Pope Benedict Sixteenth. he broke a 600-year tradition and submitted his resignation, 
citing ill health. And did you know that there were five Indian cardinals who were present in the conclave to elect the new pope? The youngest one was an Indian cardinal himself. Their names are George Allen Cherry, 67, Major Archbishop of Erinaculum in Kerala, Ivan Diaz, the perfect emeritus of the Congregation of Evangelization of Peoples. Uh, uh, he was born in 1936, 76 year old again. He is in the, in the Vatican diplomatic service. He joined the Vatican mm-hmm. diplomatic service in 1964 and was posted all around the place. Oswald Gracias, Archbishop of Mumbai. He was ordained a priest in 70, blah, 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 and pro- proclaimed a cardinal by Benedict in 2007. Telisophor Placidius Topo, 73 years old, Archbishop of Ranchi, was born in Chainpur, 1939. We didn't know about all these people, man. With that, let's end this particular episode. That's about it. The website should be up in the next couple of days with a, a fresh look, a brand new look. Please go check it out and let me know if you like the design or not. Most of us uh, still go to iTunes, search for Indicast on iTunes and subscribe to the feed there. Um, you can also get us on mobile phones. We have our Indicast mobile app on iPhone. And on Android, all you need to do is search for the Stitcher app. And then within the Stitcher app, search for Indicast. Facebook group, join our Facebook group. Become a member there. Until next time. Bye-bye.